to the King Rock Podcast. Yo, what's up? This is Billy and Adam. And you're listening to the King Rock Podcast. This is uh, the jump off of season two. And we're just going to get right into it. We have a guest today. And let me introduce the guest. Here's our guest, Chris Sherry. Hey, how you guys doing? What's going on, man? How's it going, Chris? Really got- uh, not, too, not too much sweating. Uh, yeah. You know, enjoying, <laughs> enjoying the very hot northern california summer oh dude I'll, I'll take northern over southern right now <laughs> right yeah where what are you guys at temperature wise right now we're in pomona and it's probably like 90 it's about 90 right now yeah oh see now that's that sounds like a vacation destination it's it's been in the hundreds oh you know, all week oh wow yeah it's gnarly it's what, gnarly. what part of northern california we're, we're also we're in a valley um, yeah so i i live in you know like the central valley and okay. um you know, it just, it's a pocket. So like, you know, it just heats up and it just stays uh, there. So yeah. 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 But apart from that, you know, just do my best to stay indoors. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we have no air right now at my house. So we're in the garage. If anybody hears miscellaneous noises, which you probably will, cause my block gets a little, it gets jumpy at night. It does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's usually some fireworks, the occasional dog. Yeah. The chihuahuas. There's a, there's about eight chihuahuas that live across the street. There's like a little gang of them. <laughs> Those things are fierce too. That's okay. It they just are. it just keeps it legit, you know. It does. It the that, well, that's cool. Yeah, that's why we I, when I we, we moved here, I was like, dude, this is a good place because when I have like band practice or something, we can get loud or have parties. Nobody cares, right? Yeah, that's where you really want to be. <laughs> kinda, it, it kind of gets old though. Like you're like, oh, Fourth of July was um li- like a couple of weeks ago, it but is, it's yeah. like oh, every I night know. over here. <laughs> And how do you not already have set everything off that night? You know, that's yeah. like we, we have this thing. We live in Stockton. Yeah. And um, you know, so for us, it's like every night we're like, all right, let's play that fun game. Gunshots or fireworks. That's you know? do we play that game every night too? <laughs> yeah. Well, Pomona. Yeah. Pomona's like the Southern California version of Stockton. So that's, that's rad. A, that is hilarious. Yeah. Right on, man. So what's been going on, dude? Um, you know, Kind of gearing up for uh, for an art show that's that's actually taking place next weekend. Um, my wife and our friend Bonnie and I have been curating this show. It's going to be happening at um, at Sugar Mint Gallery in South Pasadena. Oh, so we've nice. been kind of just like working a lot for that. I mean, my wife's down in the basement working on some pieces. I did a few things, and you know, just contacting artists and stuff, and, and making sure that we have everything in place, getting decorations and stuff, because they do like a lot with photo ops and stuff at the gallery. So okay. we've been doing that, and, and we head down uh, Thursday morning. It's uh, Tuesday morning, or it's Tuesday night right now. Um, yeah. So we le- we leave Thursday morning. So we, you know, we've just been doing all that little stuff, getting geared up towards that, and then trying to squeeze in other artwork stuff, uh, you know, uh, around that. So, you know, it's it's busy. And the funny thing is, is I'm I'm a teacher. Yeah. So my my summers are free, as far as like going in and, and doing the nine to five sort of thing. But I do I do tend to work an awful lot during the summer, just you know, doing artwork stuff because I I have the time to. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a, a great busy time. Summer. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, my wife's a, a teacher as well. It's like it's like, it's the best. It's like she has a summer off. I don't do shit, so it's like <laughs> it's time, time to hang out, you know. And I'm I'm dating yeah, a teacher, I mean, so oh yeah, it's what's wait, what was that? Adam's dating a teacher also, so we're all oh right on. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean it's it's so great having having that summertime free, 
And, um, you know, this is the first time I, you know, we both had COVID, um, you know, in the spring and I'm finding that like, there's like this lingering effect of, you know, weariness and lack of motivation that's seeped into my summertime because normally the summer is like my most productive art time. Yeah. um, Yeah, We're still shaking that COVID stuff. Oh, dude. Like what are there still, you're still having like effects of it? You know, I think more than anything, it's it's just the the tiredness and okay. like the lack of you know energy and motivation that we normally have. I mean, like you know, we're feeling fine. Yeah. But I do think there. I mean, you know, we've we've been hearing about long COVID, which essentially is just like lingering after effects of things that you might have picked up. Yeah. Oh, and um, you know, it kind of makes me wonder whether we're still battling with that because, like, you shouldn't be like waking up at six eating at noon and then going man i need a nap yeah <laughs> you know it could be because we're getting older because i i'm an, i i like it naps. Could be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean it could be yeah um, but i find like the frequency of like wanting to do that is yeah. is far greater whereas before it was just like it's summer like this is my time to to do whatever i really want yeah, to do yeah, which yeah. is artwork and you know, we both my wife and I have been really struggling with that. So let's talk you know, about your wife real quick because I want to have her on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. ASAP too. Like I want to get her on so, maybe even like next week. <laughs> so yeah, no, she would she would be totally down for that. Like I yeah. said, since we've got this art show, once that's done, you know, she'll have plenty of time. But yeah, yeah my wife Lori uh, Lori Herbst is um, a textile artist that um, sews with glitter vinyl and makes portraiture out of glitter vinyl that's been sewed down onto a canvas using an industrial sewing machine. So her work is like really glittery and and she does like a lot of pop culture uh, referential artwork, um, a lot of stuff in the horror genre. So, um, I mean, and it's it's incredible. And the cool thing is, is like she kind of invented a uh, an art medium that yeah. didn't really exist too much. And um, so, you know, she's kind of like the leader in a field of an art <laughs> form that, you know, I mean, really not many people do. Yeah, I haven't really seen it uh, ever. Like maybe I don't I honestly not as like a like in an art room or, you know, like a or like an art show or anything like that. Maybe like, um, you know, somebody's grandmother had like, you know, some old thing that they put together, you know, like I think my my grandma used to make like she's make like monkeys, like little monkey pet, yeah. like monkey stuff to animals a lot and then she would do like stuff like that like cut out like pieces of fabric though like it wasn't like the glittery yeah, so, you know like what so Lori's doing applique sort of stuff yeah maybe. exactly yeah. Lori, yeah. i dude i love Lori's stuff so much like you guys are like my favorite two of my favorite artists and you guys are married Thank that's you. crazy yeah it's it's rad because like when when we met you know, I was a teacher and, and I was doing artwork mm-hmm. and Lori was working with her family who at the time were making machines that treated industrial wastewater. And okay. so she was, you know, an engineer, she was a scientist, oh, wow. but she had gone to school for acting. So, okay. <laughs> you know, we, we both had these very creative sort of things, but she was doing something completely removed. Well, we moved out to Northern California. Uh-huh. The business started to um, dry up a little bit that they were doing. Okay. And um, she kind of like just accidentally fell into doing these portrait things and it's really taken off. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's pretty incredible. I, um, you yeah. know, I, I'm, I'm a biggest fan and, uh, 
you know, it's it's great too because she works so much and so hard on yeah. what she does that it motivates me to, to work hard too because like I can't very well be slacking if she's working all the time. <laughs> no, of course you not. Know, it doesn't totally. seem right, you know? Yeah. I, I get real guilty. It's that Catholic upbringing, you know, like you, you can't shake it. It's like yeah. I feel very guilty. Guilty. Yeah, there's a lot working. of guilt. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I can't shake <laughs> I got it. you. Yeah. I, I was raised Catholic also. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's like those those nuns did a number on me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> totally. But it also it I like I find like it really affects like normal stuff too. So like, you know, we're watching we were just watching Obi-Wan. Yeah. And, uh, you know, anytime anybody goes, may the force be with you. And it, of course And, and with also I'm, with you. <laughs> and also with you. Yeah. yeah. So like I, <laughs> Every single time. I've done every it. Time. I've done it every time. I when I go to I went to Disneyland once and I have a, a Star Wars sleeve tattoo and or tattoos and all that. And everyone's like, "Oh, may the force be with you." And I'm like, "And also with you." And I'm like, "Wait a minute." I, I know. <laughs> Wait and a it's, minute. It's it's so like knee jerk reaction. It's like I totally. cannot stop myself from saying it. And the funny thing is, like my my wife Lori, you know, was brought up that same way. Okay. And so she has that in her background too. So I mean, <laughs> you know, we we share like a common damaged youth. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. We're trying to shake it off. <laughs> but some of those things that bring us together though. I mean it's you know, no, we, we for real. gravitate towards those things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I find it's it's really interesting because like when you do have like a shared background or like an upbringing with mm. someone, um, it, it tends to mean that there's a lot of stuff that you really don't need to explain. They already understand and get it. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't that cool? And, uh, I love when that happens. I love it. Yeah. You know, and cool. I'll expand that even further and to say like when when I'm doing, you know, work uh-huh. as an adult with anybody, if I'm working with somebody who has a punk rock background, I feel like I understand them far better and there's yeah. a lot that we don't have to say. And I don't feel like they're gonna treat me like I'm an idiot. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if it's if it's not somebody that has that as a background or an understanding you know, it's kind of more of a crapshoot. It's like I don't, I don't know what I'm getting into. Um, you know, maybe they're going to talk down to me. Maybe they're going to be, um, you know, difficult to deal with. Um, but yeah. I find, you know, most people with a punk rock background, it's like it's, we're cool, like right from the get go. I, I totally agree. And I, you know, what I, I saw this on um, on the F word that documentary about um, father, oh, yeah. yeah, the punk punk father, like dads. And Jim Lindbergh was from Pennywise was saying, "Hey man, I you know you, you you see a guy with a black flag tattoo and you're you know you're automatically going to get along with that." I mean, paraphrasing obviously, yeah. but yeah. And he says like you're automatically going to get along with that person if if you're in the same it's, thing. It's still true. I mean, it's it's funny because like you know it took me a couple of years to figure it out, but walking around at punk rock uh, bowling, yeah. You know, I, I really kind of like have have understood and accept the fact that when I'm there. I feel 100% like I am, I'm truly in my element. Like that is the, that's my people. And I yep. feel like anybody I could turn to and spark up a conversation with about virtually anything. And it doesn't have to be related to music, but yeah. it, it feels like there's kind of this commonality that, you know, we share that supersedes everything else. Like, you know, where you grew up, you know, your economic mm-hmm. background, you know, all that sort of stuff. It's, it's like this really cool unifying factor. Yeah. I've, I've growing up. I've always kind of had that feeling like I don't belong anywhere, but 
yeah. when I go to shows, when I'm you know, in the crowd of people that I know that I feel I have a connection with, all that goes away. I feel like I'm in my element and I belong somewhere, which is, it was an, an eye-opening experience for me in the last couple of years when I started you know, getting back into the, the show scene and going to more shows and things like that. Like Finally feeling like I had a place where I fit in was yeah. a game changer for me. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's pretty amazing when, when you do kind of like understand, okay, this is, this is my home, whatever that may be, you know, mm-hmm. whether, it, whether it's punk rock or, you know, maybe it's, um, you know, soccer or, you know, maybe you're super into, you know, lacrosse, whatever. Yeah. But when you like have that connection, it's uh, to, to feel like you belong somewhere is, is pretty awesome. And, it, you know, punk rock's great because it's just, it's, it's just caught all of those weirdos and misfits and <laughs> you know whatever and you know we all kind of get along pretty good right yeah i totally agree yeah i go to a lot of shows alone because i'm a i do the photography stuff but yeah. my, my wife will be like i don't know how you do it she's very much she's really shy she doesn't like she will never probably go to a show by herself uh, yeah. like i go to the movies by myself i do a lot of stuff i like going i like doing stuff by myself i used to be but, the same way i used to absolutely dread doing anything by myself to yeah the point where there's something I really wanted to do and I had nobody to go with, I would You wouldn't I do would it? Go. Oh, i do it. And yeah. Yeah. over the last few years, I've actually gotten better at being able to do things by myself. I've gone to shows by myself, yeah. gone to the movies by myself, and I'm okay with it. I'd prefer yeah. to have somebody to go with me that I could, you know. Oh, yeah, totally. I, w- I mean, it, I would much rather go to the show with my wife. Of course. But what I was alluding to is like, like yeah. she'll be like, I don't know how you do it. And I'm like, you know what? You never really go to a show alone. Yeah. There's like, a, yeah. You go to the show. I go to the show now. I go to any show, and I'm I'm at least talking to like two or three people every time. Well, that, oh, least, yeah. it seems you know yeah. everybody too. So oh, that's running into somebody yeah. you know yeah. too. That's that's <laughs> that kind of a change things. That's <laughs> kind of a good thing and a bad thing depending on yeah, what right. show. But yeah, like yeah, no, it, I feel it, the same way. Is. But I also I love the idea of like if you are doing something on your own. You can cut out any time that you want to, yeah. and you know you don't you don't have to do like the gauntlet of goodbyes or anything. Yeah. you can just disappear like vapor, and like yeah. it's cool. You know, yeah. I love it. And it, it, the cool thing is, that you don't have to explain to anyone why you want to leave or no. What do you want to do after this? Are you hungry? Or do you want them you know? that it's time to? <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, there's some shows that I just want to leave early, and my like you know my yeah. wife will be like. Dude, we, you know, like we paid money for the tickets and, you know, like you really want to see this band. Like, how come you want to leave early? And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, yeah. sometimes I just want to beat everyone out of there. Like, I, you know, like I don't, I don't know. I don't necessarily need to see the last two songs. All right. Oh, yeah. I, I'll never forget. It was so funny. I was, uh, I, I was out in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, so, like I said, I'm, I'm a high school teacher and um, I teach, um, my first class starts at 7.20, or it did start at 7.20 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And San Francisco is, with, with good traffic, it's about an hour and a half drive. So if I go into a show on a school night, <laughs> I, I, have to leave, I have to leave at about 10. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I had gone on out. Um, adolescents had played, and that's what I was, you know, going out for. But they were opening up for Bad Religion. Okay. So... Uh-huh. You know, and obviously, I mean, I want to see Bad Religion too. Yeah. So course, yeah. I, I, I'm hanging out afterwards. I'm, I'm, you know, really wrapping things up pretty quick. It's, you know, it's it's approaching ten o'clock, and ten o'clock was like my my like my curtain cut off. Yeah, the cut off. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I'm I'm hanging out backstage talking with the adolescents, and um, you know, Brian Baker comes by, and I have like 
five minutes to talk to him. And he was like, oh, we're getting ready to play. And I'm like, sorry, dude, got to go. And he's like, you're leaving? And I'm like, yep. It's like, I got it. It's 10 o'clock, dude. I got to yeah. go. Hour and a half drive. You know? And then you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still feeling weird in the morning. So, oh, But yeah. it, it was so funny going, this is the band that everybody has come for, and I have to leave. And, you know, that's just the way it is. You yeah, know, yeah. It's 10 o'clock. I've got to go home. <laughs> I've I got, d- I yeah, I've done it. I just I went and saw Streetlight Manifesto the other night in San Diego, and I was like, after three songs, honestly, I was like, oh man, like I got that long drive home from San Diego. Oh yeah, it's super sweaty in here. Traffic. Yeah, traffic's actually f- just fine on the way home, usually from San Diego. Okay. But yeah, yeah. I I have to. I usually get up at five in the morning to go to work. Um, Oof. So yeah. Yeah, me too. So yeah, the, those weekday shows are rough. I will do it if I can. If I can take the next day off, I will try to arrange that. But there are times where I can't. So I go in the next day feeling pretty rough. But it's, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's worth, for, for me, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, Adam's a Adam's a warrior, man. He came. He went with me to um, when I saw you in Denver at the Descendants oh, show. Oh, right yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. He was my road dog for that one, man. <laughs> yeah, and you guys, you guys left right afterwards, didn't you? No, we went. Well, we had a um, like Airbnb. Um, yeah, so we we stayed the night and then left the, the next morning. Yeah. Okay, because weren't you talking about leaving like as soon as the show was done? Oh yeah, we left us right when it was over. Oh, I mean, we oh, left okay. like we left to go back to the thing right when it was over. But. Oh yeah, no, I thought you were like getting in the car and like <laughs> driving, and I was like, wow, yeah, that's. That's next level. That'd have been rough. (laughs) That'd have been rougher than it already was. Well, I did that. Man, I've done stuff like that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I did that like a couple weeks later after that to go see Phoebe Bridgers at Red Rocks. I was like, "Oh wow, yeah." I was gonna just drive out again, but then I was like, "Let me see if I could find some cheap flights." That was such a pain in the ass, though. And then I, I actually found some decent stuff. But then I was like, "I'm not gonna get an Airbnb. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go to the concert." Fly or go back to the airport after the concert and then just stay at the airport until my flight leaves the next day. Yeah. Yeah. So I drove, I drove out to Vegas in at like five in the morning, got my flight at like noon, flew out to Denver, made it just in time, got a rental car, drove out to the concert, saw the concert at Red Rocks, drove back to the airport and then stayed up all night. I was up for like 30 something hours. And then I had to come back to Vegas and then drive back from Vegas. And that well, was you know what? That's, brutal. That's what it's about. It's like it I, is, I, yeah. I get so irritated when I see, you know, like a, a band will have just posted their tour schedule uh-huh. and immediately people are bitching and just going, why aren't you coming to such and such place? And I'm like, yeah. do you have a car? Yeah, like, <laughs> that's do you, true. You understand like they're playing like three hours from you. Shut up and get in your car. Yeah, three hours, man. Yeah, it's not that big nothing. of a deal, dude. That's Arizona. Yeah. I mean, what we yeah. drove to Arizona is what six hours for a show. Yeah, you know, yeah. driving to Vegas for a show is nothing. Yeah, I'll, I'll drive to Vegas for a show any day. Well, yeah, and that's that's not too bad. But it's like, yeah. especially people on the East Coast, it's like, dude. <laughs> if you drive three hours and you've gone through like eight states, like, yeah. what is your problem? <laughs> they think they think it's like three hours is like like a week long over there to drive. No. no. 
You can yeah, drive three hours it. and still be in the same state here in California. Yeah, I mean, totally. Yeah. I know, I know. Or if you're in Texas, yeah. you can drive for like four days <laughs> yeah. and you're still in Texas. Yeah, that's so, so crazy. I get it. I mean, it, it, it kind of depends on where you are. But I mean, really, if if you if you really want to be doing stuff, you know, either one move and be where it's happening, or you know, just make those sacrifices sometimes. You know. Yeah. Totally. What's I, yeah. What's the furthest you've ever gone to for a show? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a tough um, one, huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I mean, I, I come down to, to Southern California from here yeah. often. And, you know, that for me is like a five or six hour drive. That, that's, that's a big one. Oh, yeah, but that here's is a big one. one. This, is, that this is. is great. Like this, this I did do, but I didn't really drive, but uh-huh. it was travel. <laughs> so it was, it was the, uh, the Warp Tour 90, is 98 warp tour oh wow so i was out i was out with all and okay. we were in um asbury park and oh, uh nice. so asbury park the next show was going to be in florida so you were driving from Oof. you know new jersey all the way down to florida wow. yeah and um you know kind of everybody on the crew was referring to it as the upcoming hell ride <laughs> yeah. and so and i mean it it is it's the summer you're driving from oh, jersey yeah. to florida so like, I, but I missed out on that entirely because I had to fly back to Denver to see the Spice Girls. <laughs> Why did you so go see I the Spice Girls? Up, I left the Warp Tour early uh-huh. to come back to Denver to see the Spice Girls. Like that's yeah, well, why I left the Warp Tour. Why did you go see them? Where was it? Like I loved it. Okay, I, you know what? I I liked, I, I liked them too. Not actually, even like. There was no irony to it. There yeah. was no like, oh, that's kind of funny. It was uh, like I straight up loved the Spice Girls and and that show <laughs> I went to that show hilarious. by myself. That's so <laughs> funny. I tell my wife all the time and she thinks I'm joking, but I'm like, spice up your life, dude. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Girl power, dude. Oh, yeah. Like it and it but it was great because like you know, in Asbury Park, like all the other bands were like, "You got to be kidding me!" Like you're flying, <laughs> right? And I was like, "Yeah." yeah. And you're getting in a truck with a bunch of sweaty, yeah. stinky guys. You're I'm gonna go see like five beautiful women or four beautiful. So five get beautiful with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Yeah, it was. It was, and I do not regret it a bit. It was. It was fantastic. I it was such a great. Even for the story, yeah, that it's hilarious. Yeah. Just for the story alone, that's right, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. And like the whole time, I just kept shaking my head when people were complaining about getting ready to go to Florida. And I was yeah. like, not for me. Like, I, <laughs> I, I will be spicing up my life. It's <laughs> hilarious. Dude. Yeah, I, um, I went with the last gang on the, punk, the first Punk and Drublik tour. And they did a couple dates in between in like Missouri and, and one in Kentucky. Yeah, that oh, place wow. in Kentucky is really fucking cool, though. I can't think of what it was called. It's I can't I can't think was, of it right now. Was it in Louisville? Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, no, I mean, it was in, sure no. Sorry, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was in Kansas. Oh, okay. And it was at a cool spot. I actually talked to Carl from the Descendants when yeah. I was there because they had like these old promo photos all in there, like of all these uh, different bands, and they're like the Descendants and all were both in there. Yeah, it was Lawrence, Lawrence, Kansas. 
There you go. Okay, yeah. sure. Oh, so so yeah, I, I can't remember the name of the place that, that it would have been, but Lawrence is where the outhouse was, and that was like okay. you know, and I don't know if you guys have seen there's a documentary about, you know, the outhouse which was a uh it was basically like a concrete bunker in the uh-huh. middle of a cornfield in Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> oh, and, um, and the funny thing was, is like at, in the, in the late eighties, I lived in Denver. Uh-huh. And so it used to be that the tour schedule, it doesn't matter who you were, you were either playing Lawrence, Kansas, Denver, <laughs> and then Salt Lake or uh-huh. Salt Lake, Denver, and Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah. So anybody that I knew from either Salt Lake city or Lawrence, Kansas, all saw the exact same shows that I saw for like eight years. That's cool. Because yeah, that was cool. just, that was the tour schedule. Yeah, I mean, there the was nothing, good, yeah. there's nothing in between. And um, one of my best buddies, Robert Taylor, um, he grew up just right outside of Lawrence, Kansas. And so while we didn't grow up together, we did see all the same bands because he was the Lawrence, Kansas stop. So that's so you know, cool. <laughs> I just felt like there was this real affinity towards places like that because uh, we would either hear people going, we just played this weird place in the middle of a cornfield. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, the outhouse. Like, yeah. we hear the stories, you know? Yeah, it was crazy. The, the, so the, la- the last game they played in, it was like Dallas was the Punk and Drublick thing and then they went up to Missouri and played in like some shack. But it was like yeah. some <laughs> punk shack and it was like surrounded by just non-punk rock stuff <laughs> it was yeah. crazy oh, sure and then they went to we went to lawrence and right after the lawrence show i was like look i'm good to drive i didn't drink anything i could drive and brenna is very much like in control of that ship so it's like she got a little drunk so she was like you know what go ahead and drive i started driving right after the show and if i didn't drive right after that show we wouldn't have made sound check in Virginia, which where they had to be the next day. Whoa, that's a gnarly drive. It was pretty. Yeah, it was crazy. I I drove all the way from Lawrence until like mid Illinois, and then I I was like I'm done. <laughs> and then somebody took over, and then yeah, we ended up in Virginia. Oh, it wasn't like we had the they could. We made it at like two in the morning in Virginia, and we you know got a hotel, and we were able to like get a couple hours of sleep. But then we were just dog ass tired for sound check. <laughs> I can imagine. Oh sure. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, but it's all those things that just make you a more rich person. And it's like, you know, if if that's what you really enjoy doing, yeah, you get out there and you do it, you know? Well, Um, that's what totally, that's, yeah, that made me want to jump back. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start a band from now. Oh, which is funny. I was just watching somebody's TED Talks, um, Mr. Sherry, and, oh, yeah. and, and the whole thing about starting a punk band when you're in your 40s and you're going to make it, thinking you're going to make it. <laughs> I laughed so hard last night. Me and my wife were laughing so hard at that last night because I just started a punk band in my 40s like a, year, a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you're starting it for a different reason. Like, you're oh, yeah, not yeah. I'm not trying to make anything. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna be like world class trap. Like yeah, that's not yeah, what yeah. you're doing for. So it's like, yeah, I mean, but the fact that you're doing it, like that's the important thing. Oh yeah, it was just it was so funny though, the way it hit it, it hit so <laughs> fucking funny. Like, we were just like dying, dude. Like I was like, oh, It's so yeah. weird. Having done like a TED talk, like I, I, I do hear people oftentimes, you know, and, and I think I've done it. I was like six or seven years ago or something like that. Uh-huh. But 
you know, people will just randomly like yourself say, Oh, Hey, I just saw that Ted talk. And I'm like, Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. I guess that exists. Like that's out there. Huh? Yeah. Cool. yeah that's cool. Thanks man. For watching yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool that you got to do that, dude. I was like, man, this, this dude is like, like man if i could pick like like if i i was an artist when i was younger and i i thought that's what i was going to be in college went to went to art school did the whole thing and then i just got jaded and i was like never mind and i started doing painting which i was horrible at and then i met josh kaufman do we we all know josh does everyone josh kaufman josh kaufman's the uh photographer for like sublime he did oh, like sure. a lot. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he's around the scene still. And I met him and he was like, why don't you get into photography? And so I immediately did that. But then, yeah, man, I, if, I, if I could pick a thing, I'd be like, yeah, I'd probably be the artist for the Descendants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like the <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad ever. gig. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Man. So how did that come about? How did you, how did, how did that happen? Well, um, you know, I had been... I had been huge, huge, huge fan of Descendants. And then mm -hmm. when Milo left the band and they became All, I was like, okay, so now All's my favorite band. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. There wasn't, wasn't really much of a transition for me. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and at the time I was living in England, my parents were, my dad was in the Air Force. And so, okay. um, you know, we, we lived uh, overseas for all of my high school career. And, um, you know, so I didn't get a chance to see them play as descendants in the early days. And then when, when all got started, I was like, okay, cool. Well, you know, I'm, I'm stoked to be able to see them. Hopefully they'll be coming to England. They didn't immediately, but I did move fairly quickly, you know, once all got started and, um, you know, they toured just nonstop. So, um, we wound up crossing paths in, in Denver and, um, you know, I had done some artwork for a flyer for them okay. uh, at, a, at a Fort Collins show. And, you know, Bill met me and was just like, oh, yeah, you're the guy that did the flyer. <laughs> oh, that was so great. We, we love that. And I was like, really? Uh, okay. <laughs> so to me, that was that was Bill saying, so why don't you do some artwork for the band? So I, I, just, <laughs> I just did and, yeah. and sent it to him. And uh, he was like, Rad, well, you know, we're we're going to be touring more, so uh -huh. we need stuff. And um, and at the time, Carl was doing a lot of the artwork for the band. Okay, but it it was it, I think it was difficult, you know, being in the band and doing the artwork for the band. Yeah, um, I can see that. So he was he was really getting you know kind of tired of of doing both of those things. And um, you know, Bill just kind of sat me down and said, Hey, you know, Carl isn't so interested in doing, you know, the artwork. Um, would you be? And yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Let me think I about mean, that for just, a second. It, yeah. it just kind of went from there. And, you know, oh, it, that, that was, you know, over 30. Well, excuse me. I guess that's it's close to 40 years now. Wow. Yeah. Man, wait, yeah. Wait, is no, no, 30, 30. Yeah, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Okay. Yeah, because I first, I first started working with them in 90, 91, sometime around then. Okay. So yeah, yeah, 30 years. Jeez. Yeah, that's cool, been, man. It's been a while. Yeah. That's really and, cool. You know, I, looking back at it, it's like, okay, so a, apart from like the band itself, you know, I'm, I'm the, the longest standing guy that's been working with them. And that, that's a really good feeling. Yeah, that's really cool, man. I mean, you're a great guy, though, too. Like, I mean, who would want to fire Chris Sherry, dude? Like, you'd be the worst person. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You know, but 
I, I mean, I guess, I guess when you get right down to it, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm a music fan. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. really what I am. I, I happen to draw. Um, I guess I'm pretty prolific with my drawing and, and I try and be really easy to get along with. And I, I think those things combine to have people go, yeah, I guess we do kind of want them to work with us. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, I like your TED talk was really good. I I took a like Thank you. even my wife saw it and she was like, "Man, you do a lot of the same like you don't care about like money and like you just want to do the artwork and blah blah blah." Yeah. And like yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know how to even ask for money. Like I wouldn't even like when the interrupters asked me, you know, like, "Hey, can we use your photo for our art co- or right. for a cover?" They didn't even they just said for their album. And I was like, "Oh, cool. They're probably going to you know, it's going to be on the back or some shit." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, they were like, well, what do you want for it? And I was like, um, just let me go to whatever concert I want to, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're like, you don't want any money? Yeah. And I was like, if I, if I feel like if I ask for money or if I say the wrong price, they're just going to be like, mm, never mind. And I would well, rather you know, have my... Yeah. Go ahead. Like people, people don't talk about that so yeah. i think i think a lot of times well i mean it's it's just like you know like if you think about like in movies when, when somebody is is orchestrating some deal and they're like i'm gonna write a number down on a piece of paper and then they pass it it's like yeah. people are so uncomfortable <laughs> about talking about that right so bands don't know what to charge artists that's, that's don't true. know what to charge yeah you know like nobody does and like I, you know i just kind of gotten to a point where you know y- you've you've done it enough that you just kind of go okay this this is what I'm asking, and you know, take it or leave it. Yeah, and it you know, but but if if it's something that I really just want to do, you know, like you working with the interrupters, yeah, um, I'll just go, you know, I'll, I'll it's a very um, it's a very sliding scale. Yeah, and it's I'm know? sure it's case I, by case yeah. and everything too. Like, oh, absolutely, yeah. it is. Um, yeah, and um, which is good because I mean, if somebody gets a hold of me out of the blue. And I've never heard of them before. I don't know them. There's mm-hmm. no connection. And they're simply hiring my services. Well, then, okay, fine. That That's whatever price that's going to be. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. if it's you know, somebody that for a real long while we've known each other and they're like, hey, look, we're, we're getting ready to go out on tour. I don't know what we can afford. You know, then I definitely work very differently with them about yeah. that because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you kind of have to. Or at least I totally. Yeah, I mean, and it's like, man, I feel like, oh, what if I would have said like, I don't know, two thousand bucks, and then right. they were like, never mind, you know, we'll we'll find something else. But it's like, I also knew like, these guys are hardworking. I love their oh, fucking yeah. music. They're one of my favorites. They're the nicest people ever. Oh and yeah. I, I was like, dude, just just, I I know if I asked for like concerts, then yeah. <laughs> like that's just the gift that always gives. Yeah, you know, you like do that. yeah. Yeah. So they and then, yeah. When they showed me that it was going to be the cover, I was like, "No fucking way, (laughs) dude!" I almost started crying and shit. (laughs) Was that was that the first one? Then you also you have that as like something really great in your resume, and like you know, I did so many things early on in my career just to be able to say, "Hey, you know, I did something for so and so," and totally, you know. You know, you get to a certain point where you just go, okay, that's cool and all, yeah. but I do also have bills. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Your, your time is worth money, you know? It and, is, and, it is. You know, it, 
if, if I've been working with somebody who's kind of been quibbling over minor details and things like that, yeah. it's like it then becomes like a job where I'm going, dude, each of these revisions that you're asking for are going to cost you because my time is, is worth something. I mean, like of the course, time yeah. that I'm spending working on something is time away from my wife and my son yeah. or, you know, my, my teaching job or, or whatever else. So your, your time's worth something. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, part of it is, you know, you want the record, you know, some people want recognition. Some yeah. people just want to put something out there, but yeah, of course you, yeah. there should be some kind of compensation, you know, everything is worth something. Yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. And trying to find, I guess even in the beginning, like when you're first getting out there like that, you have to figure out like, what is it worth? Because if nobody knows who you are, you can't say, oh, I expect this kind of, this kind of level. But yeah, you know, it's, 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 you you kind of have to build yourself. Oh, there's, there's the dog. Yeah. I hear dog. I love dogs. (laughs) She was down in the basement. Now she's not. Right on. She'll settle. So you said you had two dogs? Yeah. What kind of dogs you got? The uh, the the one small one is um, she's just kind of a mutt. Um, okay. She's more like a terrier. Okay. Um, and and then the other one is is a beautiful Alaskan husky that just nice. literally wandered into our house. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> You're like I guess this is our dog now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, like after we did all the checks and everything, and go, he doesn't have a chip. Yeah, he's not missing, and you know you do that for a month and a half, and you go, oh, okay, yeah. well, I guess it's our dog. Exactly. Now. Yeah. He's beautiful, but <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like you know, and people are always like, "Wow, what a beautiful! Where did you get it? Where did I get him? <laughs> <laughs> he walked into my house. You he mean just, where he did he us, get yeah. us? Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, I'll, I'll oh, choose yeah. you guys. Yeah, that's what we I did for that's, our that's, dog. We um, yeah, that's it. That's just what happens, right? Yeah, we I, we went to the. There was this guy at this, um, not a dump, but it was like a junkyard, and he had yeah. um, Great Dane puppies. And we just asked Aww. the dogs. We were like, which one wants to go with us? <laughs> and then <laughs> Leia just came up, and we were like, all right, that's the one we're going to take. That's so cool. Yeah, and because yeah, it's, I mean, it's cool because we get to cool. tell her all the time, like, you chose us, dude. Like, th- <laughs> this is the, these are the rules. Like, you chose it. Like, so it could have been oh, your I'll brother's forget. sister's. I mean, I mean, we have we've we have accumulated a lot of animals from the streets, yeah, you know. Yeah. And um, one of our dogs, which now lives with my my wife's parents, we I was out with another one of our dogs um, in the park. Yeah, and uh, there was this this bedraggled looking dog. <laughs> I mean, like if there was ever like more of a suicidal looking animal, <laughs> it, it would have been this one. Oh, like, man. I, I could just imagine it just like putting a noose around its little oh. puppy head. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, it, was, it was pitiful. I've never seen yeah, a dog like sad. this. So we, we saw her in, in the park and, um, you know, I got home after the walk and, and I was like, hey, honey, there was this dog I saw in the park and it really looks like it's <laughs> down on its luck. Yeah. And so Lori was like, all right, well, let's go to the park. So she got dressed. Um, you know, she had just woken up, uh-huh. and uh, we, we go to the park, and there's there's the dog still standing on top of a park bench, just oh, wow. as we had left it. And um, so Lori said, "Do you want to come home with us?" Uh-huh. And she leapt off the bench and just started prancing to our car. And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, yeah, I guess she does." Yeah. We asked you. Yeah, you, you we asked. Yeah. 
That's funny, dude. So yeah, yeah we love animals. So your parent, your parents now they have that dog, the one that you. Yeah, for. my wife's my okay. wife's parents too. Um, our dog. Oh, your wife's parents. Okay. Uh, yeah, we had we had an uh, uh, I always want to say Australian Shepherd. It's not um, a Belgian Shepherd. Okay. And uh, you know, basically a police dog. Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> which are not great with other animals. They just yeah, they're not. That's and, the um, the Malinois. Yeah. Belgian. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And she had she had been attacking um, the other dog repeatedly, and, oh, and so my wife's parent parents said you know hey we'll we'll take her in and so they didn't and now she's super happy and she's now an alpha dog at their house and you know it's great oh that's awesome yeah 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 because last yeah, time but, i saw you well i think it was in denver and you were like yeah i'm here in denver and i'm just gonna let my parents i'm at my parents house we're just gonna hang out yeah. i was like that's cool man that's cool yeah, that's right. yeah. yeah my so after graduation from high school like three days later uh-huh. we my dad was stationed in denver um, so we lived there um, up until 21 years ago, and um, you know then we moved out here to Northern California. Okay. Um, but it's great because like you know when when Descendants and Jawbreaker were out there, it was like cool. I got a couple of days just to hang out with my folks. And yeah. So I, you know I stayed I stayed for like you know four or five extra days, and it was great. You know they took me pant shopping. And they <laughs> Dude, that's so cool. Right on. That's yeah, awesome. I was like, it was like fully being sixteen again because you know Lori yeah. and my son Sam stayed home, and so it was uh-huh. just me and yeah. my mom and dad. So I mean, it was it was great. Yeah, that's funny. You were like, I'm gonna let my parents pamper me, or so you said something like, to <laughs> yes. that, that effect, and I was like, Oh yeah, that's cool. Well, right? <laughs> I do the same thing. Oh yeah, yeah. That's awesome, you man. Know, and and I've realized as a parent, like you get to a point where you just go, you know what? There is joy in doing things for other people. And who yeah. am I to take that joy away from my parents? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Take me out to lunch. Hell yeah, let's go. That's so cool. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool, dude. Well, you know, and we don't, we don't live near them. So when, yeah, yeah. when we do see them, you know, we really have to kind of like be okay with, hey, if you guys want to, you know, spoil us, that's fine because there is joy in that you know like when when we have friends that come and visit us you know we're always picking up the bill and you know all that kind of stuff because we we have joy in doing good things for them so you know my parents are doing the same thing that's really cool yeah yeah i have friends like that yeah yeah well, when we go to see my my wife's um, mom, she's in Vegas, and she's always like, you know, stay at our place, stay at our, like she calls it the Casa de Melendres, which is like her last name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. She's like, there's always a room here. Like she really wants us to stay there all the time. So it's like, yeah, I guess we're staying there. <laughs> yeah. I don't, well, you know, and it's, and luckily, you know, you still get along well with these people. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't get yeah. I don't get along with my family at all. We like I talk to my sister, and that's it. Like that's the only person I talk to for my family. Yeah. But like my, my wife's family, yeah, we're like always hanging out. It's yeah. and it's it's really fucking cool. Yeah, and I mean if you have that kind of good relationship, I mean it's it's just great because then you know especially with a spouse that can really put a lot of strain on a relationship. Oh my god! If, yeah. If you're not getting along with you know their parents, so yeah. Luckily, we both. I mean, we're we're both very fortunate, Lori and I, in that you know we we get along so well with our in-laws she oh does my God. Do, so it's, it's such a it's big really nice. it is such a big thing like i don't think a lot of people really realize that when they get into a they relationship don't. and i'm yeah, like oh they don't. you really are marrying their family also yeah. like 
we just we just did absolutely are we did a san diego trip uh like two weeks ago and it was like oh boy <laughs> like it is i i love her family to death but it's like i can only handle them in increments because it's like i mean we all have our own you know little faults and whatever but it's like we went to sea world one day and it was like holy shit and they're so uncourt like un uh, organized like yeah and my wife is very organized like the she's mrs organization like <laughs> everything she's, she's got like yeah, tra- I, yeah I, she's I a teacher it. exactly she's got charts she's got like at this time we're doing this so yeah. it's like when we do a vacation and we do like let's say we did we did with SeaWorld and it's like my wife was like okay at this time we're doing this and then we're doing this well when we get there it just falls apart <laughs> of course and it's because like yeah. one person has to go to the bathroom and then they get out and the other person's like oh you know what I had to go to the bathroom too and then we're at the restrooms for like 40 minutes yeah cuz yeah. one by one they're going and, it, or whatever it's, yeah that's exactly what happens and then they're and then someone's like I'm hungry and we're like holy shit I was like, I was so mad. <laughs> like, you're gonna wait till after Shamu, damn it! Oh, dude, <laughs> it was so bad. I was getting so mad, and I, I had to apologize to everyone. And I was like, this is. I, I was like, look, this might be the last time I do something like this with you guys. Like, I don't mind just <laughs> hanging out, but if it's like a planned thing where we got to do shit at certain times, like it's yeah. it's too much. It's too crazy. Well. There's all the expectations that go along with any kind of vacation in the first place. Yeah. You know, it's like there's the expectation that we should be having fun and making the most of this. And everybody's yeah. expectations are slightly different about how you're going to achieve that fun. So it, yes. it's, it's strange. It can be a big strain. That's my wife. That's a good point. My wife brought up because I was getting so mad. I was like, oh, the kid, well, the one, my nephew doesn't want to go on the roller coaster. So like, why the fuck do we even come here? And then it's like... <laughs> Well, dude, like he doesn't want to go on a roller coaster. Like that's his you thing. Know, like he doesn't want to do it. And I'm like, I can't, I can't exactly. fault him because that used to be me. Oh, you know, I, I used to, I used to be that that one asshole child that oh, somebody Jesus. had to stay off the roller coaster with because I didn't want to go on. Well, that's the thing is like, why even go to a place like that? And it's like we do that all the time. Like last summer, they went to Knotts, and I was like, I'm not going. And they said they went on like three rides the whole day. And I was like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a waste. Yeah. yeah. Well, plus then you're also at Knott's Berry Farm. So that's not so great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just closed it down for fighting like the other day. Did they? Oh, yeah. like yesterday totally or something. I'm not surprised. I that know, right? Well, see, no, see, I figure Magic Mountain's usually the place that gets that. Magic Mountain gets a little ghetto. Yeah, but yeah. Knott's is definitely Yeah, more, but, you know, the given the choice... I'll take Magic Mountain. Oh yeah, of course. They've got they've, the rides there are so much better. But like, yeah, I, yes. you know, it's a, it seems like every year you hear like another story about like a fight or a shooting or something at Magic Mountain. Like, like I don't ever hear stories of like fighting or like you know gang violence oh. at knots. You don't. I always I say, don't. yeah, yeah. But I always hear something about Magic. It's Mountain. It's always around the the horror nights. It's like uh, that's well, a, okay, that makes more sense. I get yeah. that but, does bring out a gnarlier crowd. It totally does. does. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like all the people that don't want to get scared. Like, why are you going? Just don't go. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I know. <laughs> who who coerced you into going against yeah. your own will, and now you're ruining it for everybody. Yeah, I've I've been Brad, I've been on that trip once. Yeah. Yeah. So you got so yeah. you have this new um, art show coming up in Pasadena, and like, what are the dates on that? Do you know? Um. Well, it's going to be running for three weeks. Oh um, wow! But the opening the opening night is, and I'm not sure when the podcast comes out, but the opening night is is uh, the 23rd. So it's going to be the in our timeline. It's it's this upcoming Saturday. Okay. But the show's going to be running for three weeks, and um, on our closing, I think the closing is like the 15th or something. Okay. For the closing, um, we're we're doing like another kind of event thing. 
So I think there's going to be, I'm not really entirely sure. There might be like a pop-up or something that's going on in, in, um, in coordination with the, the gallery show itself. But I mean, the, the gallery sugar mint is, it's just awesome. I mean, if you're, if you're ever in South Pasadena, yeah. it's located right next door to Michael Myers' home from the original <laughs> oh, wow. Halloween. That's right. Yeah, I was I was I was living in Pasadena for like the last ten years, or not? 10, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Before, or I mean, before I moved into Pomona like three years ago. Right. I, yeah, I lived in Pasadena for a couple of years, for like five or six years too. Yeah, this is, man, yeah, yeah, I, I, mean, I miss it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's great. I mean, it's it's such a uh, cute area. And, yeah. um, you know, the gallery is, I, I want to say it's been going now for like six years or something. And okay. um, it's just, it's it's all horror themes. So oh, being sweet. right next to, you know, the Michael Myers house, yeah. like, that's that's their thing. And so uh, Sarah, who runs the gallery, um, you know, she is, is constantly coming up with, you know, new things. So like they had... The last show was um, a tribute to John Carpenter's thing. Okay. And then they did one, oh, the Spooky Kids Club, which was based on all like, you know, are you afraid of the dark or That's any cool. sort of horror like related things that were kids stuff. Yeah. yeah, goosebumps and all that. That's so, cool. you know, she's always coming up with these great shows. And so um, this little shop show is just one of those. And then, you know, like around Halloween time, <laughs> they do this, this haunted uh, Haddonfield where it's all you know, artwork that's related to, you know, the Halloween franchise and, yeah. uh, it, you know, it's just, it's, it's really awesome. So that's going on and that'll be running for three weeks. But I mean, she's always got great shows there regardless of what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we're not far, so no, definitely. I'll be there for sure. Yeah. Um, and then are you, you're going to be at the show also, you and Lori? Oh yeah. Yeah. We're, we're coming on down on, uh, on Thursday, you know, to help get things set up, but, but we'll be there. There's going to be, um, you know, the opening is on Saturday. And then on Sunday, um, I think from noon to like five, the gallery is open as well. So we'll be there, you know, both days. So okay. you know, if you're around, um, stop on by. We'll be there. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely I'll definitely showing up. Um, let's see if let's see what we can do. Yeah, if you got time too, man, I'd love to take you guys out to uh, Grilla Mall down in Alhambra. It's like South Pasadena, basically. Oh, if that it, that would be rad. If anyone wants to go, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, and you said it's all it's Little Shop horror um, themed. Yes. Yeah, so Little Shop's having the the 40th anniversary of the musical is this year. Okay. And so, you know, that's that's originally when, you know, my wife got the idea to do the show was because, I mean, it, you know, that's a huge anniversary. So, yeah. um, you know, people did stuff from, you know, mainly the film, but, um, you know, some people had done artwork, you know, from the musical or just, you know, based on Little Shop. Um, okay. And actually, one of my students did this amazing piece um one of my high school students, um, you know, uh-huh. I had I told him what we were going to be doing, and he did this piece for us to bring down to the show. He's Cambodian, and so he did a very traditional um, Cambodian art-styled Audrey II eating <laughs> Audrey One, but it they're they're Cambodian, and okay. I mean, it's it's absolutely beautiful. That sounds so, fantastic. Yeah, that's oh my gosh, amazing. It's, it's so incredible. It's so incredible. Um, you know, and it's one of those real standout pieces because it's like he took the idea of the show and, and really turned it into something completely, you know, different and unique to himself. So I was really very, very pleased with that. That is so fucking cool. I've actually um, I'm going to start doing a lot more um, like fine art stuff with photography. And I, I plan on doing like some like remakes 
of famous movies and stuff like that. So like I was going to go to the Griffith and do Rebel Without a Cause, but using like, you know, changing around the dynamics and. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. Like I, well, I was thinking about doing that like with everyone. Southern California. I mean, to do yeah. all of that stuff. Totally. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. So I, I, I have like Rebel Without a Cause. I think I'm going to do, I think I want to do like Breakfast Club. Changes the whole dynamic around. I have I have a couple other in in mind, but I, yeah, I think that's so cool. Like changing changing the whole dynamic of like Cambodian. That's well, just that's got to be just cool. the idea of of taking something and making it your own. You yeah, know? yeah, either, yeah. Either culturally or personally, like that. That is what our like. Even like when it comes down to like a cover tune, you know, when somebody covers somebody a song, if you're yeah. if you're making it your own. You know, you're taking yeah, how do you guys like your covers? Do you like your covers that uh, sounding mostly like the original or Oh no, original? I want a, I want Devo's satisfaction. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah, totally. Yeah, I, construct I, that song. Yeah, I, I want yeah. I want a band to take a song and make it their own, you know. That's that's what I okay. love about a good cover. Yeah. You know, I like if it's yeah. totally so much agree. like the original like look at like um like Weezer's cover album. It's, it sounds exactly uh, like not, the original songs, yeah. and that, that there, it there's does. no fun and, in it. And like yeah. they they've done it so well, but I I do I really love it when you hear something that's radically different, but you go, wow, yeah, that's, totally, that's mm-hmm. that's something that's yeah. your own. Like me, I like me first. How they do all their covers. Oh, me too. But I don't. <laughs> I think the greatest band that does covers is the Dickies. Oh God, yeah. I love oh, their God. fucking covers. Satin, come on. Yeah. Yes. Exactly, or like they just like, did because nice and white satin. The original yeah. song makes me want to just harm myself. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh like, my gosh. like the Ramones, like when they covered, you know, um, some of like the Motown stuff. Like, yeah, like oh, some yeah. of the stuff was 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 amazing. Yeah, like you never would have expected. Like that's the thing you never would have ever expected to hear. Or when Joey Joey just did his, um, oh my god, what a wonderful world, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That's, well, that's amazing. Because, like, I love that song. It's funny when like somebody does something like that and people then kind of, you know, think of that as like their signature song. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I think most people would think of that as like, you know, like the quintessential Joey Ramone song. And it's a cover. Yeah. But yeah, like right? he made it so his. Yeah. There's, and then you, you hear it and you're like, no, that's his, That's their song. That's, that's totally their song. But, yeah, um, that's, yeah, that's pretty impressive. I actually just heard uh, that Cindy Lauper's uh, "Girls Just Want to Have Fun" is not her song. It, no, it's not, and it's, it's written by a guy. Yes, <laughs> I, I found that. Oh wait, a while I ago, did yes. hear that too. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, who who had originally? It was it was like a new wave song too, though, wasn't it? I do not yeah. know. And then I also, um, God, what was the other one that I? Um, oh, Minor Threat, "Good Guys Don't Wear White." Oh yeah. I didn't know that was a cover either. Wow, yeah. God, I love that song. Well, you know, one of one of the most shocking ones to me was um was the uh uh They Might Be Giants. Um oh gosh, what's the song? Um Istanbul? Yeah, yeah. That's a cover. Oh wow. Yeah. That's, that's a cool. cover. And it's it's like one of their most well known songs. It is probably it is probably it their is most well known song, yeah. That's, yeah, that's it's cool. so wild. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, I like it. I like it when I, I could go either way. I could go uh, like original. I like a li- original. But sometimes like, man, like they just put out um, like a sublime tribute, like double album. And I was like, man, this is going to be good. But it's like, I don't know, man. I just I'm like, I'll just listen to sublime. Yeah, sometimes the yeah. cover is just a cover. Yeah. 
you know, yeah, yeah. and there are some times where a cover is a reinvention yeah. of a song or just a whole new experience. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's cool. So, um, also speaking of, um, horror, but we're coming up almost on an hour, dude, I'm going to let you go in a oh, little geez, bit. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. I, I, get dude, I could talk. I, me no. and Adam actually end up talking for like two hours, like sometimes. So <laughs> and then my <laughs> wife will listen to it and be like, Dude, it took me like two car drives to listen to your episode. <laughs> like just one episode. Right, Can you yeah. like make it shorter? Cut it down. Yeah. Hey, but if it's but if it's sparkling conversation, who cares? I listened to yeah. like three hours of a podcast with Ian Mackay, and like I could listen yeah. to Ian talk about anything. So that's I don't cool. Care. I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah, there's some that I could. I, I'm like, dude, I wish it was longer. Like, but yes, oh, for sure. I, I I'm sure my podcast is not the one. <laughs> like people are well, like, okay. All right, dude. so so what do we need to get to then? Like, yeah, let's let's get back on task. What do you need? Um, I mean, I don't need anything, but I was gonna see um what your favorite <laughs> horror movie was. I because I just saw online, uh, your wife posted that you guys watch, um, Midsummer like all the time. Oh. like it's uh, constantly on. Lori, Lori watches Midsummer easily <laughs> once a week, That's so possibly funny. more. Yeah, possibly more than than once a week. Um, that I mean, as far as like modern stuff, uh, that and like The Witch are definitely yeah, that w- way up. The Witch us. was really out there, man. That was yeah, it really made me want a goat. Yeah, <laughs> I love goats, like, but I mean, there? yeah, I was like, yeah. man. Those those are definitely like my my favorite, you know, modern things. Um, yeah, but as far as I like agree. you know, like classic stuff. I mean, A Nightmare on Elm Street okay. is yeah. definitely like the top original, five. The original, yeah, it's classic. Oh yeah, um, without question, the first two Texas Chainsaw Massacres Ooh. are are huge favorites um Uh, the first the first three evil deads yes um, i was gonna say i also bought i did buy some of your wife's art and i bought the the army of darkness bag oh there you go and my wife was like what do you need the bag for i was like it's fucking ash (laughs) on a fucking bag that's all we need to know like and it's so cool like the inside is like bloody it's so fucking (laughs) cool all the details are so fucking cool fantastic oh yeah i like horror movies is like it it is definitely our preferred genre that's cool it's really nice because like our our son we tried really hard not to you know like push him into any one thing in particular yeah but he absolutely adores you know horror films and stuff too so so we've gone through and and we've watched you know all the classics with him and uh okay you know it's just it's great you know um I, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're junkies. I mean, yeah, we yeah. especially if it's you know anything from from the eighties. Well, back um, when they used to, back to, when they made even, really good even stuff, like yeah. the sixties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, I was just talking to someone the other day saying like how they. He, my friend said the eighties had the best movies. I don't think they had the best movies. I think they had really good horror, really good action, yes. and really good comedy. Yeah. Yes. But as far as drama, oh, yeah. uh, eh. Not as much. 70s had some great stuff. And, yes. And, like, yes. You know, and I have to say, like, so many drama pieces now, I I would way rather watch, um, you know, like a series on. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. you get so much more character development. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I mean, like, Ozark or Better Call Saul or Breaking Bad or, yeah. you know, um, The Sopranos. Like, 
that I mean, to me, that's that's where I want to go with drama pieces. I, I want to have more of a story and yeah. I want to really you know, get to know more about the characters. And, yeah. and that's the only way you can really do yeah, it. Especially a story that's, that's, that's character driven. Like you need yeah. time to develop yeah. these characters, you know, so a oh, two yeah. hour movie isn't really enough time to give you enough to the, really care about some of these characters sometimes, but yeah. they'll no, try it. Not at all. That's cool. man. Well, and not, and, and, you know, why, why on earth do people binge so much? It's because yeah. it, you know, you, you like the characters and you enjoy where they're going. So I would, I would definitely invest, you know, like an eight hour thing as opposed to like watching an hour and a half movie that I might want to bail on after 30 minutes. Right. Cause I'm yep. like, you're skimping over too much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We just watched nightmare alley last night and we both kind of fell asleep in the middle. It got a little slow. Yeah. I, that's on my list of things to watch. I haven't seen it yet. But. Yeah, it's been on my list forever. And then I finally, we were just like, we ran out of things to watch because mm. we've binged every single thing. <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't know, man. It was good. It had, it was just got slow in the middle. And then the ending was fucking phenomenal. Really? Yeah. It was yeah, one of I've, the better I've endings. Heard, I've heard good things. I think we, we started that. Yeah. But we, I mean, we didn't. See, that's yeah, the thing is like you start that. I can see that. Like the start is amazing and then it goes like the middle is like a middle you could take out an hour of that <laughs> yeah and it's like two and a half hours so i mean it's well, it's, it's del toro i mean he yeah he does some really cr- out there shit dude it's what i oh, it's pretty cool shit that's yeah. right that's the del toro one yeah no no, yeah. no we haven't seen that one yet We're okay going to, for sure yeah Wait, like, or did we i don't even remember <laughs> no you <laughs> wait, i think wait, you would remember was, it I, really made an impression on me. i know right <laughs> i think you would remember this one if you yeah, saw, it. No, yeah, I, it's like it was, the carnival, old time carnival, like uh, nineteen, uh, like Roosevelt era, yeah, carnival Barker yeah, stuff. Brad, Bradley Cooper, yeah, uh, the cast is I, fucking I, phenomenal. Oh yeah, the cast dude. is amazing on that. Yeah. Well, we did see it. Yeah, okay. Lori, Lori just came and she's nodding her head. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Did see it. All right, I don't remember it. No, that, that's <laughs> the best. Is when your your significant other could attest. You know, like I always have I mean, to be like, do we see everything. it? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. She's got such a great memory, and it's so good because, like, without her, I'd yeah. be going. What did I do yesterday? Oh, I I, yeah. Yesterday. I have no fucking memory. I'm like, I don't even know what day it is. I don't know. Yeah. Sadly, I remember everything. See, I could. Oh. I, I can't. I I don't remember my twenties at all. <laughs> I mean, I mean must the, have had there's reasons for that, but <laughs> I mean, there are things I wish I did. Yeah, you remember, must have had them. Yeah. 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 Well, that's cool, man. Okay, so this is a new a new thing we're doing for season two. Um, it's a new segment, and it's um, if you could make a concert and you could have your favorite bands play. I mean, I would say anywhere from three to five. Who would you have? Okay. What would be Chris so Sherry's list? I, yeah, I actually I was primed on this. So yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna let to I'm gonna prime everybody because there's no way I could have people it's just come in blind spot, to this. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and, and and I did. I gave it a lot of thought, and I and I, <laughs> That's and I cool. wanted to go. All right. Yeah. I get okay unless it's like a festival. Like I, uh-huh. I like three three bands is about like what I want. I that's so, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So here's what I went with. I I and I forced myself. I was like, cool. All right. So <laughs> who do I really want to see then? Yeah. So and and I'm so lame. I like I kept it to just like punk stuff. So oh, that's like, cool. So this is this is what I got. So. The Sex Pistols pre-Sid Vicious. Ooh. Okay. Wow. Sex Pistols pre-Sid Vicious. Um, the Big Boys from Austin, Texas. Okay. And then Rites of Spring from Washington, D.C. 
Oh, wow. So, wow, man. for me, like those, those are the three bands that I think more than any others, I have thought about what would it be like to be in the audience and th- my level of fun. Yeah, have, and, and have you seen... My level of, oh, go ahead. I think, I think my level of like fun and like, a, and like being like, it being a meaningful experience yeah. could not be topped by those three. That's awesome. And you've seen all three bands before previously, correct? Or no? Oh, no. I've seen okay. none of them. Okay. Okay. I've seen none of them. And I mean, I've seen some, you know, I've seen great, great, great bands. Oh, wait yeah. a minute. No, that's not true. I did see the Sex Pistols. I saw, okay. the, I saw the Sex Pistols. But you didn't see that lineup that you said that you well, you would like to see, so. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, pre, pre-Sid Vicious would have been would have been pretty great. And, you know, I think it really, for the Sex Pistols, it kind of comes down to, that was... That was the first band I think that I really obsessed over. Okay. I mean, like I, I first really started getting into, you know, Devo and then yeah. Billy Idol, um, Duran Duran. But then when I really Duran Duran, huh? huh? Oh yeah, fully. Oh okay. yeah, I'm I'm so in a new wave. So <laughs> but, who doesn't like Simon the Bond, man? Pistols, I don't. <laughs> Sex Pistols really did it for me. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I, I would, and I'm uh, absolutely obsessed with just reading about and and knowing about that. I mean, I I just love them. And the yeah. uh, the big boys, hands down, would have been the most fun band I could imagine ever seeing. Okay. And Rights of Spring being like the most chaotic, cathartic band that that I would love to have been in the audience to to be a part of. Okay. So that's that's my dream. That's badass. That's awesome. <laughs> right on, man. And then also we're gonna do a giveaway for this this uh, first episode of season two, and we're gonna be giving away a Blu-ray of the documentary filmage, which Mister Christopher Cherry is inside. Are you? Are you uh, Christopher? Uh, yeah. Is it Christopher or just Chris? That, I mean, that's my full name. Okay. But, like nobody calls me that. Like my parents don't even call me that. So, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Well, oh, come on. He doesn't get in trouble. Come on. He's good. Dude. Oh, you know who does call me that is like anybody that works in my school district uh, who doesn't know me because mm. it's like my name appears as Christopher. And it's like yeah. when somebody goes, oh, hello, Christopher. I'm yeah. like, you don't know me. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Do not call me that. Yeah. I get killed. I get called oh, William and it's like, yeah, you know, no. Yeah. Don't call me that. Yeah. Don't call me that. I'll kick you in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> right on. But yeah, we're going to give away a DVD Blu-ray combo with a bonus cut of 77 minutes of deleted scenes. We're going to be giving that away. And the only way to win this, and we, we already asked Chris about this, we're going to have you guys draw your own Milo, and Chris is going to decide the winner, and we're going to decide it in a month. Let's say a month. Sounds great. Yeah. Time to, to get it into it. Yeah, because Chris has got the art show coming up, so he's got he's he's got no time to <laughs> do all this. But you know, we'll take some time with it. Uh, I'm sure it's going to take a little bit for this episode to get out because usually the first week doesn't do that great. But I mean, uh, we're stepping up the game, so, so we're going to sell something. Well, out there. And, you know, yeah. we got the editing and whatnot. So sure. oh, it, it takes me a day to put it out. <laughs> oh, oh, right. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't edit that much. I just. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I haven't taken anything out well, yet. There's not much. There's not many gaps or anything. So yeah, there you go. yeah. Well, there's also like 
Uh, the only time I'll, I think I'll edit it is if like someone's like, don't put that in. Yeah. 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 And I oh, think that's I, the only time. Oh, there were some times earlier on we had some like technical difficulty. Oh yeah, like the first episode, it was like latency issues, so it was like it would cut out every like well, thirty had, seconds. You had the podcast machine when you're doing it on the on the computer. Yeah, I did it on the that, co- that was, right through the computer, and it would just yeah. Oh man, this machine yeah, is like the greatest. That. Yeah. So, right on, man. And then um, well, hey, thanks so much, you guys. This was uh, dude. Thank you so great. much. Just, awesome. uh, getting, was, getting to talk. Yeah, it was. Awesome yeah, for sure. We'll have, and we'll, I'd love to get you on like any any other time we can, man. Anytime you got something to promote or whatever, just let us know. Um, I will. Yeah. I will. Awesome, yeah, and, man. And uh, you know, like I said, um, you know, if you guys are free, Saturday and Sunday we'll be down there at um, Sugarman Gallery in South Pasadena. So stop on by. Right on, man. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, we'll try to figure it out. All right, All man. Right, that sounds great, you guys. Hey, thank you guys so much. All right, dude. Thank you so much, Thanks and then uh, we'll talk soon, and hopefully we'll get Lori on here. That sounds great. Okay, take care, guys. All right, man. Have a great night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Right on, man. That was Chris Sherry, dude. That was great. That was a great conversation with him. Yeah, he's a cool dude. I, I have um, so many photos of me sh- seeing him at a show and just being so excited. Well, so like, I, I remember in, in Denver, like afterwards, you're like, dude, that's Chris Sherry. I'm like, who's Chris Sherry? He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The descendants artist. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah. it makes sense. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see him at a lot of shows. I met him. I first met him actually at the Filmage um, documentary showing, which was at a punk rock bowling. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, and then I, and I was like, dude, you're the artist. Like, <laughs> oh my god. And I had like a Descendant shirt on. It was like an original that he did. That was like a Canadian one. Mm. And uh, dude, I love it. It's like my favorite shirt of all time. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I can't wait to see everybody's Milo. This will be fun, yeah. It'll be uh, interesting to see what kind of uh, what kind of results we get. From, yeah, from the, from the listeners out there. I'll do I'll do mine, and I mean you you guys can do whatever you want. Like get creative with it. You don't have to just draw like you you as Milo or whatever. Um, I mean get yeah get super creative I, I, with I've it. I've got an, I've got an idea, something I can try. We'll see if we'll see if it works out. Yeah, you can't. You're not gonna win well, shit. I'm not, I'm not gonna, no, I'm not gonna no, win anything. I'm gonna do you know. it too. I'm gonna do it too. But I'm I I already own the documentary. But. Yeah. No, no. You know, it'd just be fun to see. You know, what oh it yeah, I want to see what you would. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, gonna be dope. I, I've got an idea. I'll see if I don't know if it's if I can make it work. But if I, I will certainly try. Yeah, man. Well, right on, dude. We're at like uh, an hour and ten, and like we might as well keep it short. Yeah. Usually we just keep on rambling, guys, but we're. Uh, <laughs> We're trying something new. Yeah, let's see how this works. And um, I mean, what do we got? What do we got? Basically, if um, if you don't like the King Rock podcast, go blank yourself. <laughs> right on. <man. laughs> I got a lot of shit like that coming. That was the best ten bucks ever spent. <laughs> totally, dude. <laughs> so uh, this is uh, Billy, and this is Adam, and uh, we just like to say thank you for listening to the King Rock podcast. For more information, including upcoming events, podcast episodes, photos from past shows, and much more, please visit thekingrock.com.